Welcome to the Feminine Frequency Podcast. I'm your host, Amy from Amy Natalie Co., spiritual teacher, mindset coach, and speaker. I'm here to remind you how to tap into your feminine frequency to elevate your relationships, attract more money, and feel confident in your body. Each week, I'll be sharing wisdom from guest experts and guided meditations, along with my favorite spiritual mindset techniques so that you can access abundance, love, and manifest a life that is in alignment with your soul's true desires. Let's do this, sister. Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to the Feminine Frequency Podcast. Today is March 1st, the beginning of a new month, and I'm so excited to bring you our guest today, Ashley Hall Ducey, who is a dear friend of mine, and I'm excited to introduce you to her. I wanted to introduce a really fun opportunity that I am giving away for my listeners during the month of March, and we are doing a giveaway for anyone who leaves a podcast rating and a review. So the way that this works is that if you leave a rating and a review on iTunes or on your podcast app, and you take a screenshot of the podcast and share it on social media, you have to tag me at Amy Natalie Co um, on Instagram then you will be entered to win a 60-minute feminine frequency coaching session with me. So if you are on your spiritual journey and you have been listening to the Feminine Frequency podcast and you really want guidance and support, that is going to be a customized coaching session one-on-one, just you and I. And the way to enter again is to leave a rating and a review and then also to tag me on Instagram and then you'll be entered to win. So we'll be announcing the winners at the end of the month and you have just this month to take advantage of that offer. All right, so our interview today with my friend Ashley is really, really wonderful. We talk about conscious conception and conscious parenting. I absolutely am so inspired by Ashley's journey to becoming a mom, and she has a beautiful daughter named Jada. And I really want to speak to also that I met Ashley through her husband, Jake. I was at one of his seminars, and um, it was really transformational for me to learn from him. And I also got the bonus of meeting a good friend there. So um, we also talk in this interview about journaling for manifesting. There is a technique called scripting that Ashley uses. She's amazing at it and I you'll, you're going to learn a lot from her. And we also talk about accessing spirituality through creativity. I've been wanting to have this conversation with Ashley for a really long time because she is an incredible artist and creativity is definitely so deeply connected to the feminine. It is deeply connected to spirituality and we can really use creativity as Ashley's going to teach you in this episode um, to access deeper parts of ourselves, to connect with deeper parts of ourselves. So I'm going to introduce Ashley and then we'll get into the show. Ashley Hall Ducey is a wood-burning artist, a mother, inspirational writer, yogi, and teacher 
Her art is rooted within her insatiable appetite for self-discovery, spiritual growth, and personal development. She has a spiritual-based YouTube channel and loves to share all things good, positive, and uplifting. You can find her on on YouTube at Ashley Ducey, or you can go to her website, www.ashleyhallart.com to see her beautiful artwork. Enjoy this interview. We'll see you on the other side. Hello, Ashley. I am so excited and grateful that we finally made it here to our conversation together on the podcast. So welcome, welcome. Thank you. I know. I feel like this, um, just this episode has been like a long time coming. So I'm so grateful that the stars aligned today so we could kind of just have this conversation. And apparently it was meant to be later. So we'd have whatever it is we're going to talk about to talk about. So yeah, just for some background context, I've shared with all of you who Ashley is, but I want to share who she is to me. And this morning I was doing this breathwork meditation and they asked me to tap into a moment where I felt like very, very loved. And it took me back to my birthday. I believe it was my 29th birthday and Ashley <laughs> created co-created with my friend Nicole this like incredible birthday in my friend's backyard for me where it was just like all of the women that I had like attracted into my life in that past year in one place and I just felt like so seen and so loved and it was so beautiful and Ashley was just like I'm planning your birthday like I'm taking care of it and it was even more beautiful than I could have imagined. So um, Ashley has been a dear friend of mine. We met actually at her husband's, one of his weekend seminars, her husband's Jake Ducey. He's amazing. You can check both of them out on YouTube. Um, but I met her at this seminar that actually was a big pivotal turning point in my life. And um a year later, I went back to another one of his seminars and <laughs> Ashley and I reconnected and pretty much my whole life had changed in between those two things. So it was insane. I was like, whoa, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I really just love, you know, all of the ways that you express yourself through art, through words, through video. And I'm so grateful that my listeners get to experience you today. Well, I'm just grateful that you are having me like, thank you. You know, I'm so, I haven't really gotten back into it because I had a baby six months ago. So I haven't really gotten back into too much. So this is such a great intro into being able to communicate and podcast form or interview form. So just thank you for having me. Yeah. Thanks for being here. So I would love for you to share a little bit about your journey to becoming a mother. We haven't talked much about that on the podcast. And I know that it wasn't just one of those things where it was like this next step. And it was just this like autopilot process. Like you were so conscious and intentional about bringing a new human into the world. So walk us through that journey of, of becoming a mother. Well, you know, um, I love that question. I, 
I knew I wanted to be a mother always, really. You know, I was really attached, but unattached to it at the same time. I was like, whatever is going to happen is going to happen if that decides to come into my life. And about a year before I decided though, cause you know, my husband and I waited quite some time. We'd been together like six years, seven years almost. And I was like, okay, if we're going to do this, then I want it to be really conscious. Like you said, I want to be fully there. I want to, so this process for me started a year before we even decided to conceive. So we, I started just with reading and getting kind of more familiar with the birth process. And then that inspired because you know when you start reading something you start diving into something it really inspires so many other questions or so many other chapters so after I started reading and I started really getting into the experience of home birth or just all of the different walks of life of birth I decided that it would be beneficial to start a body cleanse So I wanted to go about it with like a body, mind, and spirit, like total cleanse. So I started seeing a therapist more frequently and working some of the, through some of those sexual traumas, some of the emotional traumas, some of the challenges I had maybe not processed in my life. So I could release those from just like my orb of energy before drawing somebody into that. Because a lot of the time, our children, we don't know this, or maybe you do, but they're really tied, obviously, energetically to you obviously, but they're also tied to whatever it is generational that's you're holding on to. So I started working on generational stuff, ancestral stuff. And then I also did, I committed myself to a full cleanse, which I went to a facility and I did like a serious cleanse in that, you know, so I just did kind of, it was really important to me to be able to bring life into the world and have her start out with just the best, you know, like my best and her best. And also that relationship between transitioning from being a maiden to a mother is a really influential one. And, and, you know, you only give birth so many times in your life. So I really wanted the power of transformation within that process to be fully felt every single step of the way from preconception to conception, to the the prenatal experience to the actual birthing experience and beyond. Cause when you can really consciously put energy and time and thought into the process of all of those things, it gives you the opportunity to fully let go of that maidenhood and enter into motherhood without any, like anything pulling you back or any, Oh, I wish I still had that. You know, you're fully, fully in being mother. And it's, you know, I really took that seriously you know, which you can, or you can, it doesn't matter because you'll grow either way. But I just, that was my personal journey with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So beautiful. It's really cool to see like how you have evolved into motherhood, but even just knowing like kind of more of the beginning of your story around, you know, like when you met Jake and where you were at and what you guys have created together is so inspiring. And I know that it takes a lot of the inner work. It takes a lot of intention. This stuff doesn't just happen by accident. And I think it's so beautiful to even just share this part of your story of shifting from maiden to mother and, and the inner work that you did and preparing your, your temple, your body to bring life into this world. I, I really wish that this was just the norm. You know, I was talking to my partner, Nolan, about we talk a lot about like the education system and, mm-hmm. and, and even thinking about like 
what are the things that parents, you know, should be required to do before they even have kids, like even just taking certain parenting classes, you know, and yeah, um, it, it's, it's interesting to me that we learn about history and science and all of these things, yet we don't learn about things like money or about relationships and yeah. about this journey to becoming parents when those are all real life situations that, mm-hmm. that we need to know. So I love that you've been down this path for yourself. And I think it will open the door for our listeners, anyone who is considering being becoming a mother one day to really go about that journey in a conscious, intentional way. So thank you for sharing that with yes, us. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm hundred percent here for that conversation. <laughs> yeah. So let's rewind a little bit and, and I'd love for you to share, I know you have um, an amazing YouTube channel and you're you know passionate about spirituality. You're also an artist and I'd love to go back to when you were, you know, still working, I believe it was like in retail and like yes. hadn't quite stepped into your own power and your own creativity. Um, walk us through that journey of the big transformation from where you were to, to becoming an artist. Oh yeah. That's, that's a huge part of my story. And honestly, that's a lot of what it is that I share and what I've connected to spiritually has been through the evolution of stepping into my desire and my abundance and what I wanted, which was to be this artist, you know? And I, I started about when I was probably 21 on really diving into my spiritual journey. And that took me to California where I was working retail and that was a dream in its own. So I was overjoyed to just be experiencing like being on my own and all of that. But I was working like sometimes 60 hours a week and I was making nothing. And it was this constant cycle of just like, okay, I'm experiencing what I want to be experiencing, but at the same time, financially, energetically, everything's being kind of leached from me. So consistently working nine to five, more than nine to five, not making much, it really started taking its toll. And I decided, I was like, Hey, I'm not feeling, I I don't feel inspired by anything. Like I'm just kind of showing up. And I decided to kind of start dabbling in my art, which I'd been an artist my whole life, but I'd really taken a huge sabbatical because I had some like emotional stuff that I hadn't processed and been through. So I took this huge long break. So I decided to bring it back in and I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna, I just am looking for something searching. And I started creating art again. And I, you know, one thing led to another, of course, divine intervention. And I started wood burning, which is what I do now. I'm a wood burning mandala artist. And if anyone doesn't know what wood burning is, it's, it's kind of like taking like a really hot tool and engraving into a piece of wood and it creates, I do mandalas. So, you know, I'm sure everyone's familiar with mandalas here. So I started working on that and I got a lot of interest in it. And I was like, huh, maybe, but I was terrified. You know, I was working retail and I was making money and I was, I was fine with it. And I was super scared to go out on a limb and risk, you know, working on art and putting my heart and soul into it and failing really at the beginning for me, it was the fear of failure. Mm. It was this idea that, um, what if I try this and I'm embarrassed because it doesn't work out and everyone in my life sees that it doesn't work out. And that was the big hurdle for me. You know, it's not even, wasn't even about me. It was about whatever everyone else would think about me mm-hmm. if it didn't work out. And I just had to decide one day, I just sat down. I remember the specific day and I was probably 23 
And I was like, okay, I'm going to burn all the boats and I'm, I'm staying right here. I will become a professional artist no matter what. And I remember making that clear decision was what really shifted my energy because everything in my life became about this one goal because this one goal was the center of my world. It was my job now became a contributing factor to me not working the job and becoming the full-time artist I want to be. So I started setting up little tiny goals for myself with, you know, doing shows or doing all of these things that made me so uncomfortable, putting myself out there, working on art for hours and hours and hours Mm -hmm. and signing up for shows, selling myself to people, like all of these things, right? Like our goals ask us to really grow and really stretch. And that was my stretch zone. I, once I had made that commitment, it was time to start stretching and And I began stretching by, you know, just making art, selling art and really getting in flow with that. You know, my pieces started at like $250, $200. And I would, that whole journey was one in itself too, of everything with that. But um, I started out small and I committed and I made my job. It was full-time. I cut it down to part-time. I worked part-time. I cut it down to nothing full-fledged artist um, as I started really gaining traction with it. So yeah. And then I used scripting. I used that was a game changer for me, my whole entire journey. And I used that to really attract towards me selling what I wanted to be selling, which was $10,000 pieces, um, collections of work. I wanted to be in a studio. I wanted to be, you know, people to buy my art all over the world. So I really used writing to help create that and unfold that in Mm -hmm. a part of that process. Um, But yeah, and now I'm here today. And in a nutshell, the whole journey from start to it's not finished yet, but the continuation (laughs) has really been about me finding a spiritual growth through the experience of art and me having this dream of becoming an artist because it asked me to become so many other things that I wouldn't have been if I would have stayed at that retail job, you know, doing that monotonous nine to five. So, and I teach a lot about that, which opened up my, you know, my law of attraction, spirituality, YouTube channel. So Mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah. I love this intersection of spirituality and creativity and how, specifically, I wanted to point out this part in your journey where you had abandoned art or let go of art because Mm. of some energy blocks, because of some emotional stuff that was blocking you from actually being creative. And, and that's a big part, even when we look at the chakra system and energetics is when, when we have blockages in other areas, we're not able to access the divine. We're not able to access our highest intelligence and tap into that when there's stored trauma and stored emotions in the body, or when we haven't really connected to ourselves in that way. And so I absolutely love this intersection of spirituality and art. And I think your story speaks to anyone, whether they want to be an artist, um, because there's such a huge story. And, and I see this in the coaching industry as well. Mm-hmm. Um, or for healers, it's like kind of like this broke artist or broke healer story where it's like, I can't be successful doing what I love. There's this idea that only some people are successful doing what they love, or you have to have a secure and stable job because that's what society has programmed you to think is safe and, and secure. And this idea that if I were to go 
down the path of the unknown, the belief system that it's not actually possible is so powerful that it stops you from taking action. And so you mentioned fear of failure and would imagine there's this, you know, there is this, this collective belief around, oh, you have to go down only this path is going to be successful. But if you try to be an artist, like only some artists are successful. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That was a huge one. Totally. Those like karmic, not those, those, those things that were taught at a young age that we can or can't be right. You know, like I told my mom when I was 10 years old that I wanted to be, my purpose in life was to be an artist. I literally said that to my mom. I said, I'm so happy mom. She said, why? And I said, because I found my passion in life and it's to be an artist. And then you go through all those years where you're kind of molded and shaped by the outer environment, by go to college, do this. Artists can't make any money. If you're a coach, you can't make any money. Whatever that preconceived thing, it's not even your belief. It's you're taking it from so many different places. And really starting my journey was about um, having to know that those are going to be there, but I have to punch through them Mm-hmm. until I'm broken away from them. You know, when you go after whatever your dream is, you know, whoever's listening to this, whatever your dream is, um, once you really start stepping into it and you go after it, um, it's about finding freedom in the dream of all of the different things that maybe you've been told that aren't actually true because your dream is the truth. And it's about getting everything away from that dream. So you can just be, you know, and that's, that's the journey of it all really. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. So let's, let's go back. You talked about like using law of attraction and scripting and how you started to shift these beliefs. So you told your story, like the, the journey, and I'd love to peel back some of the layers for women who are listening of what did it take to really transform your mindset and to, to step into that vision and keep pursuing it, even in times where maybe you didn't have the evidence that you were going to be able to sell $10,000. Oh yeah. Pieces. So <laughs> oh, yeah. what was that like? And that what was, are some of the tools? <laughs> that was such a far-fetched dream. At one point I was like, I don't know. That was definitely my C-type goal of like, I have no idea how this is going to happen, but um, that's a great question. You know, for me, it's really about leaning into having unwavering faith and to know that when you take a leap of faith, that you're really always, always supported by the universe, by God, by spirit, by divine, by mother earth, whatever you want to call that spirit in your life. You're always supported because it's literally is you, it's a part of you. And so discovering that in my spiritual journey really helped me lean into that, that knowing and having a knowing that my whole entire life is completely guided. You know, the good things that come in, the bad things that come in, the whatever it's all being divinely guided and so leaning into that but probably first and foremost when I began my journey when I was 2021 and that started in Utah and it started with leaving and moving to California which then led to art and everything um it was journaling that was my lifeline like I didn't know much about spirituality I hadn't done much reading but I knew it felt good to journal and I was at a really a dark place in my life, um, really dark place. And that's when I just went crazy. And I was like, I'm going to change my whole life because that's what I need. And I did that. But the way I was able to attract everything in my life was through the process of journaling. And I showed up to journaling every day. 
-hmm. without fail. Like if I had 20 minutes in my car, if I had 45 minutes in the morning, whatever, I always made it a habit to journal and the consistency of journaling was, it was the most incredible thing that has ever happened to me in my life. And I really, I've been able to, I've been able to attract everything I've ever journaled. Mm. And I can really say that. Yeah. I can say that like wholeheartedly. So don't underestimate that power of journaling. If you have that practice, show up to it, lean into it. You know, that's you telling the universe, God divine that you're showing up. And when you can show and you can show up in that way and you can make that contract, right. You're journaling, you're writing, you can make that contract every day. Um, it, it speaks volumes for, um, your energy and, what it is you want to experience and your commitment to it. And so me being able to, I would say, you know, I, to answer your question, there was obviously a multitude of things that really aligned, but scripting and journaling was by far the most influential to happen in my life. Yeah. Yeah. I can relate very similarly in my practice that really landed for me first was meditation. And Mm. I can single-handedly say that meditation has changed and continues to change my life. And I've also used, especially when I was going through like the biggest part of my transformation and really visioning what it is that I want to create for myself. I used scripting and I used other methods of self-hypnosis to Mm -hmm really feel what it would feel like to already have the thing that I desired the most. And so I'd love to go a little bit deeper into this scripting practice that you have. I'm going to be doing a whole separate episode um, coming up soon around believing it before you see it. This is really what we're talking about. So we'll go deeper into that, but I would love for you to share. So, you know, most people, when they think about journaling, they probably think about like writing about their feelings or writing about the things that, you know, are going on in their inner world, which is really powerful. And there's also so many different styles of journaling. So if we're talking specifically about journaling for manifestation or journaling for personal transformation, let's talk about what that, what's a scripting practice even is. Okay. Um, I, this is like literally one thing I'm most passionate about is journaling and scripting. I talk (laughs) about it on my channel all the time because it's so valuable and so many people are interested in it. So if you're interested in it, let me tell you a little bit about it. Um, it's so the way that I look at my scripting practice and what's really worked for me and what I teach is that your scripting, your journal. So I have my journal right here, but I don't want to clump her around. Your journal is your place for only good. And that's the way I've always looked at every single journal of mine. I can have a separate journal for if I need to be angry or work through something and have like, I have turmoil about something and I really want to release it and let it go. Then I have a separate journal for that. But my journal is like my Bible. Like I look at it and I know every single page, once it's completed, every single page is filled with positivity it's filled with good things. It's filled with spirit. It's filled with the unconditional love that I desire. And I want to radiate in my life. So yes, you can, for me, scripting isn't writing about, um, how I'm feeling that day. Oh, I'm so mad at my husband because he left the track, whatever. It's not about that. It's not about the day to day for me. It's about really 
drawing in what it is I want to feel and what it is I want to come true. So it's, you know, speaking from experience, it's speaking from your now moment. It's, you know, I'm so grateful that today, every single moment I feel connected to the spirit that lives within and around me. I can breathe knowing that I am held and I'm loved and I'm radiating the beauty of who I am authentically to the world. You know, everyone who comes across my path loves and appreciates my energy. I'm so grateful that I attract so much good towards me. It feels so powerful. I feel so empowered. I feel so grateful. That's what journaling is to me. You know, it's about really, cause once you can, and it's, it is in the beginning for me, cause it was a journey and I found, you know, a great little, uh, what do you want to call it? Concoction of being able to really script. But the beginning was really talk about manifesting things. Like I wanted this to come true. I wanted that to come true, which is a big part of it. Right. So if you're on the other end of this, you're listening, you want to manifest a car, you want to manifest a promotion. You want to manifest a job. Yes, absolutely. Um, you can attract all those things by simply writing about it. But for me, what I've realized through the evolution, what I've been writing about 10 years now is that if you really start with your center and the point of who you are and what you're offering the world around you, that's the energetic shift that will take you to where you're a magnet, whatever it is you desire. Mm -hmm. So if you can focus on your energy and what you're giving and what you're offering, um, showing up in that way to the pages of your journal by simply acting as if, you know, maybe you don't feel good that day. Like there was plenty of days I didn't feel good or I wasn't like me, I was in a bad mood and I was like, okay, I'm going to take a breath and I'm going to talk about how I want to feel right now, how I want others to feel about me when they see me. And I focused there and it really allows you to align in a really deep and powerful and spiritual way. And, um, the universe is totally at your back, you know? Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that, did that answer your question? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was a beautiful explanation. I love the example that you gave. And, um, I know that on your channel, you give a lot of different examples of affirmations and of, you know, scripting and how to do scripting. So for anyone who wants to like go deeper into this and learn Ashley about scripting, definitely check out her YouTube channel. We're going to link that in the show notes. Um, but really want to talk about what this does on an energetic level. When we connect to our higher self, when we are in the practice of scripting, even if you're having a bad day, once you have scripted, once you have, this is a way to shift your vibrational frequency from that place of being in a bad mood to realigning with your higher self, to realigning with love. So it is a practice where we can shift from fear or doubt or worry Mm -hmm. into love through the intentional practice of scripting and journaling about your future. And the most important part is that you're doing it and writing it as if it's already happened, as if it's already here. So you can feel it. And on a vibrational level, we're actually shifting the cells in your body. We're shifting the frequency, right? Yeah, absolutely. So can you share when we do that, how does that support people in attracting what it is that they desire? Um, So if you look at it, okay. If you've seen the secret, great. If you haven't seen the secret, great. There's this little portion of the secret where it talk or where there's this clip and it's this guy, he's getting out of bed and he stubs his toe. Does everyone remember that scene where he's like, ah, and then his whole day is a domino effect. Right. So a lot of the time and in a lot of the experiences we have every single day, we're 
especially right now with everything going on, we're bombarded with the experiences of everything happening around us. And we're not making the conscious choice. We're just accepting or absorbing it. It's like stubbing your toe. You know, you allow it to be that domino effect of your day. And one thing leads to another thing leads to another thing leads to another because like attracts like, right? It's a scientific evidence like attracts like. So if we want to take control of our life, which if you're trying to create anything or manifest anything in your life, it's really about taking control of your life. It's about taking responsibility. It's about taking action. It's about taking ownership of who it is you are and how you're showing up in the world. And with that comes a commitment to committing to, you know what, I'm going to shift my mindset. It doesn't matter what billboard I see today or how long I'm stuck in traffic today. Like I'm going to shift my energy, like you were saying, to something that feels good. I intend to feel good. That's one of my favorite statements by Wayne Dyer. I intend to feel good. And that's one thing I talk about always in scripting. I intend to feel good today. Mm. And when you can, you can really root your intention of how it is you're feeling, you're taking control of your life. You're saying, no, this is how I'm going to feel today. I just stubbed my toe, Mm. but it is all good because the universe is conspiring for me today. Everywhere I go and everything I do is completely aligned with source energy. And I feel great. I feel this presence in my life. Um, It's shifting and realigning with goodness because goodness attracts goodness. And if we want to be a magnet to success, to miracles, to perfect health, to anything we desire, we have to be in the vibration of good. And when we can be in the vibration of good, um, this spirit says, oh, I'm going to bring goodness her way or his way, because that's where they're showing up. You know, we are going to see whatever we see in our life based off of the frequency that we are feeling right now. And that's why scripting is so powerful, because when you can act as if, you know, you can show up and say, I feel, I intend to feel good today and goodness is coming my way. Then you're preparing, you're taking control of your life and preparing for that to be your experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just want everyone who's listening to check in with how you're feeling through this conversation. One of my favorite things about podcasting is that you can actually feel your energy shift through tuning in to the frequency and the transmission of what we're talking about here. And as Ashley's talking, I'm feeling into this frequency of aligning with good and can feel that in my body. And I'm wanting to invite you to, to notice that if you're noticing any slight shifts that are happening right now, it's because you are tuning into the frequency of this conversation. And Ash, one of the things that I really admire about you and the things that I think has has really brought you to where you are today on your journey is your deep faith, is your level of belief that you've cultivated. And for people who feel disconnected from that, mm-hmm. I, I'd love to hear from you, like, where did where did that start for you? Did you always believe in the universe? Did you always believe in this energy of good? Like, was this always part of your life or has this been something that you've cultivated? Was there a turning point for you? I want to dig a little bit deeper into that. Yeah. Well, we are all like, we are all born from the same source. You know, we're made up of the stars and the universe is within each of us. So naturally we have that, but I really feel like being on a spiritual path, spiritual journey is really about creating connection to it. 
You know, it's really about creating conscious connection to it. And when you can continuously create conscious connection, you can, can you can evolve in ways that you wouldn't have been able to evolve if you were just like um, on autopilot, you know, and that's so for me, I feel like I was always a lover. You know, my mom will tell you through and through. I was always like, no, we don't want to fight. I was always a peacemaker. That was like my position in my family, which was something great, but something I've also had to work with. That's like, <laughs> but um, this journey really started for me when I was 21. That was like, I remember it. It was like, whoa, something's going on, huge shift happening. And I was in a place in my life that was really dark. And it wasn't where I, it wasn't where I wanted to be. It wasn't even dark. It wasn't where I wanted to be. It felt wrong. You know, it felt, it didn't feel good in my body. I knew something wasn't right. So I started kind of uncovering and doing some work. And I was like, okay, hey, what lights me up? Like, what lights me up? And I, I remember making a list of three things. It was like yoga and like just a random list. I don't even, I don't even think I remember anymore. And I was like, why am I not doing that? Like what's stopping me? And um, it was really challenging for me to let go of everything and have no idea what's going to be out here. You know, I was really comfortable in my life. I was really comfortable with who I was with. You know, I know you're, you've experienced the same thing. I was, and I, I had to make a choice though. I knew it wasn't right. I said, okay, Ashley, in 10 years, if this was your life, would you be happy at the end of the day? Is this where you want to be? And I said, no. So I knew I had to make that big change. Mm. And I had never had that unwavering faith in the universe before. I had never taken a leap of faith. I didn't have the confidence. I didn't have the, I was scared you know, and in order to do that, I really had to lean in and start creating ways to connect to feeling good intentionally because I was pretty depressed. So when I did make the big move, um, I, I was in a brand new place. I had to start creating those connections and I created those connections through journaling. I created those connections through yoga was a big one for me. I started creating those connections through um, meditation, you know, through when you're on this, when you're making this huge shift in your life, and maybe someone who's listening is making the shift or they're thinking of making this shift, you know, or they're working with you and making this shift. It's about creating as many connections to a higher source or a higher wisdom that's going to provide you happiness. That's what's going to get you through. And that for me started when I was 21 and it started, you know, changing my whole life and really diving into, okay, I'm safe and I'm held. And the only way I'm going to make, make it through this is having unwavering faith mm -hmm. that this is, this will, this better work out, you know, <laughs> like, I don't know, but it better work out. And I know it's going to work out, you know, and just repeating that and have that become your new, that became my new, um, my, the, like it was law, you know, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. it's going to be okay. I got this. Like, I'm not alone here. Like this spirit is working for me and really, really committing yourself to that belief system is, is really going to empower you in times that you feel really low or you feel really, ah, you know, you're taking that leap, mm -hmm. you know, you're not alone. Like the universe, God source it's here and it's providing always, and it will always be your partner, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah, that was, that was what I had to do. I just had to keep creating those connections. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Super inspiring. And it's been a big part of my journey too, is like Mm. cultivating that deeper sense of faith so that it's louder than the fear so that I'm more connected to that than anything that comes my way. It's like, no, that is how I view the world. That is how I move through the world. That is my core belief system that, you know, the universe is here supporting me every step of the way, even when it's scary, even when it doesn't make Mm -hmm. sense, even when I can't see the results that that is the perspective that I have, have reprogrammed my mind to believe. And it is a core belief system that we're talking about shifting here. So thank you for bringing that, that, you know, to, to light and sharing about your journey to choosing to align with that and intentionally creating that for yourself. Well, I couldn't have said it any better. It's what you said, core belief. It's Mm -hmm. total. It's about shifting that to be your core belief, Mm -hmm. you know, and knowing like there was multiple times in the last year before my daughter was born, um, just different things, even with my husband that, you know, moving this, this, or this, this felt like there was quite a few things that felt like it was just a shit show. You know, it was like not working out. I was like, Oh my God, this is not happening, you know, but I knew in the back of my mind, Hey, no, this has a better, bigger plan for us. Like this is guiding us somewhere. I know it is. It sucks right now, like bad. And like, it feels really bad, but I know in the bigger picture, you know, bigger picture, it's, it's taking me somewhere. So see that bigger picture, whatever that is in your life. If you're stuck somewhere right now, take a step back and see the big picture. This is just a temporary moment and it actually is here for you. You know, Mm. just like what you said, it's core belief. This is here for me is a core belief. Mm. So beautiful. Yeah. Oh, so good. Um, I feel like there is one more piece that I want to wrap up with today and really about like being the creator of your reality. You are an artist, you are creative, you, you know, have this link between spirituality and art. And I know that, you know, a lot of people are not living in a way where they feel like they are, are intentionally creating their reality. So, um, let's talk about being a creator. Like, what does that mean to you? And, and, and how would you like to share about that from your experience? Um, so there's this great movie. Um, it's called Soul and it's on Disney Plus because I watched Disney Plus with my daughter. I watched it recently. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. So, you, so if you haven't watched it, go watch it. But there was this amazing, I love that movie, but there was this amazing part and he's in the spirit world and he's in this place. And in this place, this man, you know, he's go watch the movie. It's incredible. But you'll remember the scene. He's in this place and he's like, what's going on here? And it's people doing what they're profoundly in love with. And they've transcended being in the three-dimensional earth world and they're up in this spirit world and they're just living in this zone of just like pure connection. And then obviously they go back down to their bodies. Do you remember that scene Mm -hmm. where he's like seeing people do that? And you, when people get in that zone, you can watch them get in that zone. Mm -hmm. So that's what my art's really been about for me. And you can put that in any context, whether you're running, whether you're, whatever it is you love to create, you get lost in it. And there's a power within that. And that's what I'm most passionate about is getting within that power, getting within that, that flow, that flow state Mm -hmm. and really being able to experience whether it's nothing or maybe you're thinking about things and you're working through thoughts and all these things. It's when we can, when we can be in a space of letting go that we can really see our life in 
in, in that bigger picture of, you know, I'm not showing up here or why do I have that? I'm, why am I stuck there? Like what's going on with me there? You can think through things, but then at the same time, you can also get lost through things. And when you're in that creation mode, you know, Mm -hmm. for me, my work is really um, diligent. It's really structured. So there's a lot of thinking that takes place for me. You know, um, some people don't think at all, which sometimes I don't think at all, but sometimes I'm thinking a lot and sometimes I'm making mistakes or I'm showing up to my piece of artwork and it's the same exact way I'm showing up in my life of what's working and what's not working. So if you can think of something you're, you're in creation mode with, um, I want you to next time you're in that creation mode, I want you to be in it. And to also be a little bit alert as well of like, what am I thinking here? Like, what's the process like for me? What am I connecting to? What are fears that are coming up for me? You know, I run an art program and that's something I'm really passionate about. And whenever my first thing I do is I have people, I take a picture and I say, draw this picture. And it's a picture of an apple or whatever. And they sit down and they draw it and I give them five minutes. And I say, okay, how was your experience? Well, the whole entire time I was beating myself up about it, I was like, oh, this doesn't look good. I can't do that. I'm blah, blah, blah. What is the internal dialogue that's showing up to when you're in your creation mode? Is it, are you being defeated? Are you being energized? Are you being, you know, what's showing up for you? And it's about diving into that inner dialogue and seeing where it's showing up in every other area of your life. Mm -hmm. So for creating for me is entering that conversation of, okay, what is this piece? What is this journey trying to teach me right now? Like each piece has a journey. Each piece is teaching me something. It's teaching me about letting go. It's teaching me about letting um, go of expectations or releasing the idea that I need to be perfect or everyone has a story. And I believe whenever you're in a creation mode with whatever choice of artwork or action you're taking or doing, um, it can teach you that. It can teach you something that you need to know if you Mm -hmm. can connect to it you know, and that's the power of creation is getting lost, but at the same time, totally getting found in what it is you're doing. So it's, it's the best. Yeah. I love how much of a personal development journey that is when we can actually look as a mirror, like where else am I showing up like that? Or where else am I being a perfectionist or being really hard on myself? And I love that this is the way that you teach art is the artist journey, right? Of of creation. So um, I know that there's going to be many people who are interested in learning more about that and would love to, yeah, would love to share where they can find you and continue to follow your work. So where's the best place? Um, so the best ways, so I just recently deleted my Instagram, so sorry, can't connect with me there, but, mm-hmm. um, I have a website, ashleyhallart.com and that has a lot of great content. It has my artwork and a few galleries. Um, and it also has a whole entire section about my art classes. And then also my YouTube channel is where I'm, I post content now. I don't have any other social media outlets. So that's mm-hmm. the only place that I will be, but you know, my email is available at either both of those. Mm-hmm. So if you want to email me or check out my online art classes, you know, go to my website, ashleyhallart.com. And I would love to chat. I don't have any plans for an upcoming one right now, but, um, I definitely, it's such a pa- like, it's such a passion of mine to teach mm-hmm. art in that way of discovery that I definitely will be doing another one in the future. So amazing. Well, yeah. thank you for being here. Thank you thank for sharing you. our wisdom. Thank you for yeah. spending time with us today. And I am really excited for everyone to 
take all of this in and to, yeah, just receive your, your love and your wisdom. So thanks for being here. Well, I applaud you for creating this because this is amazing. So thank you. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Feminine Frequency Podcast with Ashley Hall Ducey. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend, share it on your social media, and just a reminder to enter the Feminine Frequency Coaching Giveaway. You can leave a rating and a review on Apple iTunes or on your podcast app, and also take a screenshot of the show, share it on your social media, and tag me, and you'll be entered to win a 60-minute private feminine frequency coaching session with me. So this is only available through the end of the month. So take advantage of it. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode of the feminine frequency podcast. Have a beautiful day.